Amen. Shall we pray? Sabe. Oh dear Heavenly Father, we know that we are not in this world to, to, to stay, but we are in a fleeting body. Time is flying, and even if we are to have a long life, but we see the signs of the end, end of the world upon us. And Heavenly Father, as a church, and as individuals, we, the, the appearing before thee is more of a reality than, for, than, than ever. We pray that you give us a sense of urgency. As individuals, reveal to us what is what 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 is needed to be able to prepare to meet you. We pray for each person that is in divine presence. We pray that you will speak to them, Heavenly Father. Lord, we want to commit this last meeting in your hands. Speak to us something that will help us. So our purpose is not to, to speak things that are, that are impressive or things that just seem great. But we are putting sincere efforts, Heavenly Father, that the church can be more like you. Forgive us of all our sins and our trespasses. And give us the right, the right attitude as we, face, as we face thy word. Speak to us like you would speak on the day of judgment. Let us represent the mind of God. We pray that you will be with us Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Uh, this is our last meeting. Uh, it has been wonderful uh, ministering to you. I think some of the things that, some of the messages I've preached some, some elsewhere. But uh, maybe the hunger in your hearts is one that pulled out some of these things that we said because they were necessary. And we pray that the Lord will help us in this meeting. Amen. So let me, let's go straight to the scripture. We shall read in the book of 1 Corinthians 5. Uh, we read from verse 1 to 5, then we shall jump up to verse 9, we read 9 to 11. It is reported commonly that there is fornication among you, and such fornication as is not so much as named among the Gentiles, that one should have his father's wife. And ye are puffed up, and have not rather mourned that he that hath done this deed might be taken away from among you. For I verily, as absent in the body, but present in spirit, have judged already, as though I were present concerning him that has done, so done this deed. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when ye are gathered together, and my spirit, with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
to deliver such an one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. No kugamba bagamba anti mumwe mulimu obwenzi ero bwenzi bwe butyo obutaline mba mawanga omuntu okubera ne mukazi wa kitawe namwe mwegulumiza sote mwana kuwala bunakuwazi oye yakola ekikorwecho aliyokajibwe wakati mumwe kubanganze wesibayo mumubiri na yenga ndiyo mumoyo mazoku saliro musango oyo yayono necho bwatyo Mulinya lya mukama wafe Yesu mwenga mukunganye no moyo gwange awamu na amanyiga mukama wafe Yesu okuwaya ali bwatyo eri sitani omubiri okuzikirizibwa omoyo kulyoke gulokoke kulunakulwa mukama wafe Yesu So we jump to verse 9 tugende kulinyirulo mwenda I wrote unto you in an epistle not to keep company with fornicators yet not all together with the fornicators of this world or with the covetous or extortioners or with idolaters for then must ye needs to minutes go out of the world but now i have written unto you not to keep company if any man that is called a brother be a fornicator or covetous or an idolater or a railer or a drunkard or an extortioner such an one no not to eat Nabawandikira mu baruwa yange ubutegatanga na benzi sosi kwe walira dalaba benza bo munsi muno obabe gombi nabanyazi obaba sinze bifananyi kubanga bwe kiba bwe kityo kyandi bagwanido kuva munsi na yeka kanomba wandikira omba wandikira ubutegatanga na ye omuntu yenaiti bo luganda bwabanga mwenzi obamwe gombi obasinze bifananyi obamuvumi obamutamivu obamunyazi ali bwato nokulya temuliangana ye may the lord add blessings we can be seated kama ngatumukisa kusoma kwe kigambo chemu tuleko now my topic this afternoon katyo mutogo kuigiriza gwange church protection obukumi obwekanisa of the church obukumi bwekanisa now kati Uh, we usually read those scriptures when we are excommunicating somebody. Tutero kusome byawandikiwe byo ngatulina gwe tugoba. Somebody that is being the, has done something that is wrong, omuntu alina kyakozenga kichamu and uh, we excommunicate them. Netumugoba. Now we are not excommunicating anybody now. Kati sawo nti waliwo gutugenda goba, but we will talk about the pro- protecting the church. Netugenda okuogera kukukuma ekanisa. Now people some, many people misunderstand the objective of excommunication. Kati abantu banji bategeera bubi ekirubirirwe ky'okugoba omuntu obwe kigendererwa kyacho. Some people take pro- excommunication as if it's a punishment. Abantu amo okugoba omuntu okumujja mukanisa bakirabanga kibonerezo. So we excommunicate you know they take it like it's a, it's a, it's something until I've seen sometimes eh Uh, parents abazadde because now we have you know grown, grown up children who are members of the church they do evil things and you find a parent trying to protect the child from being excommunicated because they think it is a shame they think the child will get 
lost in the world. So they are safer in the church. So, and I know that there are, there are some other churches where people, you know, where some preachers they, they use it as a tool of terror to terrorize the people. See? They put them under terror. They tell them, you know, if you, Baba you, we excommunicate you, 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 you know, a lot of things. But, but really, it is not. If everybody understood the, the, the objective of excommunicating people, we will deal with it in the right way. The whole idea of excommunicating people is protecting the church from evil. And it is everybody's responsibility to do that. See? Parents would not be trying to, to protect their children from, from excommunication if they understood what it is. Because you cannot protect your child if the child is bringing problems in the church. So you'd rather save your child and then the church is, is ruined. The church is paralyzed. See? Young people, they, they protect each other. You know somebody has done evil and you protect them. See, I taught, I taught this, 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 this message in Nairobi and the pastor, after, the, after teaching it, the pastor came and said when he is commenting like the way Gideon is commenting. He said something that was heartbreaking. And then it would have been it would have been bad enough to make that statement. But it was even worse because what he was saying was true. He said that the problem we have in the church is because young people have ganged up. See, they are crooks in the church. But they have ganged up. They say, you protect me, I protect you. See? You cover me, I cover you. So they do evil things covering each other. And I just wonder how these people will, how, 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 how are they going to face God in judgment? Because if you deliberately plan to cripple the body of Christ. Whereby the purpose of Jesus Christ dying on the cross for the church. See? You frustrate it. 
you become a deliberate enemy of the cross. See? People are playing with fire. See? Now the church, the whole idea is protecting what? The church. Protecting the blood of Christ. Protecting the Holy Spirit. So that the Holy Spirit can do its work. Unhindered. Unhindered. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now. There is one tool. Listen. There is one tool that the devil uses among the people. And, uh, and that is common a common argument among people who, are, who don't want to do the right things. Eh? You find it sometimes even taught on the pulpit. That do not judge people. Don't judge. So you see evil taking place. But don't judge. God has not called you to judge. See? Now, and I want to strike at that idea. Of not judging. I want to prove to you that you should judge everybody. See? Now, because uh, let's let's go to verse 12 of where we have read. First Corinthians 5. Verse 12. Paul says here, What have I to do to judge them that are without? Do not ye judge them that are within, but them that are without, God judgeth. Therefore, put away from among you that wicked person. Are you with me? Are you with me? Them that are without, they are for God to judge. But those that are within, God will not judge. We are the ones to judge. If you are asking me not to judge you, because God is the judge, either you don't know the scripture, or you are saying that you are not in the church. But if you are in the church, it is for the church to judge you. Because even in the world to come, God will not judge. It is us who will be judging. And we shall judge even angels. See? So if you, are, if you are telling us not to judge now what are you talking about? 
It is us to judge. The fact that you have become one of us. You have you have subjected ourselves yourself to our judgment. You are telling us scrutinize me. Jesus said, Yes, we are them that you 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 lose, they are lost in heaven. Unless language has lost its 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 meaning. Everybody that is here, you are not judged by God. In whatever the people here are the ones that determine whether you are a Christian, whether you are fit for heaven or not. And you, if you, if, if, if you absorb yourself from judging, you are like a policeman. He is being paid a salary. By the government of, of, of Uganda. Government ya Uganda and he is wearing a uniform. uniform. And as he walks on the street, he sees somebody beating somebody else. He sees a thief stealing. He sees somebody killing another. And he just passes. Well, you should not judge. Don't judge. Don't judge. Now that policeman should be sacked. Because he's not doing his job. And a Christian who will see another member of the church doing something wrong and he turns a blind eye he should be sacked not doing his job. See? We judge them that are within. God has left judgment to us. We must judge everyone in the kingdom. We should judge the brothers. We should judge the sisters. We should judge our preachers. Judge our deacons. Yes. I'm a preacher. I'm a pastor. My church ought to judge me. If any of them see me doing something that is wrong, and they let me alone, feeling, ah, this guy preaches so hard. And then you see me doing something wrong. And you keep quiet about it. God will judge you. See? Let me tell you, I don't have time to prove all those points. But right? let me tell you, if I live with this brother, and he is having a habit that is not right, and you see him doing it, and then you think, well, maybe Kehua has told him about it. How do you know that they are not together? 
But if he has a habit that is wrong, I should tell him, he goes this direction, somebody else tells him, he, he has nowhere to hide. He is told by everybody. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We are, we are the judges of our brethren. God has left judgment to us. And as I said, we shall judge even angels. And, and let me tell you, listen, you parents, you should love God above your children. Don't let the love of children go above the love of God. The love of the church. By God, I mean church. If you have a son, and your son is not living right at home, your daughter is not living right at home, you know they are crooks. See? They don't respect you. They don't hear you. They grieve your heart. And then they come to you come to church together. Shame on you. Because you love your children more than you love the church. You love your children more than you love the blood of Jesus Christ. You should protect the church from that crookedness. If you have a friend and you know they are not living right and then you come together you should love Christ more than you love your friend. You would rather make enemies with crooked people here they become your in any case. Why should, why should you have a crook as a friend? What's wrong with you? See? What is this that they give you more than, they, that more than Christ gives you? What is this that they benefit you? Even that child of yours. Ah, let me say this. I, I'll say it anyhow. In my life, there is something we, where we had a, a disagreement with my wife. When my children were small, they small. I think the, the eldest could have been something like seven, not more than eight. There is a time we had a, a weekend challenge like this one. I was not preaching. But during that week, eh, I got an, an, an undying uh, concern, burden for my children. They were still small. They were, not, they were not old enough to make a decision for Christ. But I got such a burden. I prayed and prayed. God, please save them. He said, I don't want to be too, too, too. I don't want to raise crooks here on See? I don't want to raise fellows who don't 
love you. Until, until I found myself and I was praying seriously. God, if you are not going to save them, take them off the earth. This is where my wife was quarreling with me when I was. Because when I told her the testimony later, she was telling me, hey, why should you pray like that? Do you know that it can happen? I told her, yes, that it happened. I was feeling I would rather bury them rather than have them crooks here. Now, and well, I thank God that he saved all of them. Okay. Now, you should love God more than your children. It's not that there have been angels in the course of time. Some have even been excommunicated. Then they come back. Oh yeah. And when the pastors were dealing with them with their cases, I quarrel with the pastors because I thought they are being too soft with them. See? Yeah. <coughs> Because I, I have a zeal for the church. I would rather protect the church. And not children. No. See? You should love God. See? Love God above your your child. Above your husband. See? Some of the women they know that their husbands are crooks but they keep quiet. See? Shame on you. Shame on you. Because you are trying to you love your husband more than you love Jesus Christ. See? There's no need of coming here see, saying, Oh, love of God, oh, what? Oh, rock of ages. You are a hypocrite. You should not cover that crook. Now, let me deal with this issue of judgment. Because maybe you are saying, no, brother, we should not judge people. Now, let me read to you where it is written. Matthew 7, verse 1. Judge not that ye be not judged. For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged, and with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. Now, 
Now you say now oh there brother what are you going to say about that Listen what I'm going to say Compare that I want you to compare that eh? with 1 Corinthians 2 verse 15 Uh, 14 and 15 I think. Right. Let's, let's read 15 only. He th- but he that is spiritual So, so people you you think ah the scriptures there are contradicting each other. No, there's no controversy there. That argument is just by dishonest people eh? who are trying to create a controversy by the, in the Bible. The same thing they do with other quotations of the prophet. Now listen. Are we together? To understand these scriptures, eh? let us go to the Greek and Hebrew meanings of these words judging. judging. I'm going to read Uh, a few places in the bible that you, where that word judging is used i want you to listen carefully now one of the greek words that is used using using of the word judge is, is called in greek krino krino k r i n o krino K-R-I-N-O. This word is the one that is used in Matthew 7 verse 1. Where we read. Where it says judge not. So in Greek it is krino not. Don't krino. krino. <laughs> Are we together? Now what it means eh, in Greek It means to examine critically. Especially with the aim of condemning. Looking at this smart brother, then I start looking for spots so that I can condemn the That is krino. krino. And we are we are told don't krino. Don't judge. Now, kati. In 1 Corinthians 2 verse 15, where it says that a spiritual man judges all things. The word judging there, the Greek word is called anakrinos. 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 That is the, the word there. It is not the same meaning. Right? It is not the same meaning. In English it's the same. But it's like this. Greek Greek is one of the 
is, is the richest language in the world. For example, we know that a word is a thought expressed. For example, if I say the word chair, what do I have in mind? I may mean this plastic chair, or I may mean this this chair that looks like a throne. Yes. Chair. Chair. But it's the same word. So the word in 1 Corinthians 15, 15, 15 is an The meaning is examine uh, examine uh, it means to analyze whether whether it is right or wrong not looking for mistakes but determine whether it is right or wrong anacrinos there's another word used for judging in Psalms 26 Psalms 26 verse 1 uh, it, is, it is said Judge me O Lord for I have walked in my integrity the word used for judging there in, in Greek is called Shafat. 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 In other words, David is telling God, Shafat me. Shafat me. Shafat me. Not Krino me. See. No. There's no, 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 no. I think you are not getting it. Okay, repeat it and I... And I uh-huh. I'm saying, eh? Uh-huh. The word is used there is shafat. shafat. Not krino. Si krino. So, he is telling God, shafat me. Shafat. Shafat. <laughs> yeah. I like it the way you are putting it. <laughs> not krino me. Not crinomi. Don't crinomi. Don't crininga. Yes. Because Kubanga. The word shafat. Etigamo shafati. It is similar to anacrino. Chifana nechigambejo anacrino. But there is another meaning there. Newelwamakula malalao. Condemn me if I am guilty. If you find I'm guilty, condemn me. So that's what David, David is telling me. God, scrutinize me. If I'm right or wrong. If I'm right, if I'm wrong, let me know. Don't let me in my wrong. 
Don't let me continue in my wrong. That is what it means, at me. See? Now, there's another word used in uh, Genesis 15, verse 14. The Greek word there is called Daidum. Now it is Genesis 15 verse 14. And also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge. Will I daidutinga. And afterward, afterward, they shall come out with great substance. Now, the word daidun, although it means judge, it means, listen to the meaning, it is, it is strive together with, like in the court of law. The way people are judged at the court of law. In other words, I'm going to strive with that nation in judgment and, and then execute judgment. The way you are, if, if, when people are at the court of law, they know the consequences. If, if you are found guilty, you don't just come from there ashamed. You go to jail. See? That's why they struggle so desperately. Spend a lot of money so that they are found on the right side. Because if they are found wrong, either it's a heavy fine or they go to jail. That is Daidun. See? There's another word which is almost like that which is called Dokimanzo. That one is found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. It is in verse 21. Saying, Prove all things Hold fast that which is good. In other words, dokimazo all things. Hold to that which is good. Ntimugezenga ko kubigambo byonna. Mugezenga ko kubigambo byonna. That means mwekenenye bigambo byonna. Munywerezenga dale kirunji. Yeah, it is the same as Anakrino, examine Anakrino, and test to, to see that which is good. Now, let's read the judge, uh, first, uh, I mean, St. John, chapter 5, 21 and, 20, 21 and 22. For as the Father raiseth up the dead and quickeneth them, even so, the son quickeneth whom he will. For the father judgeth no man, but hath committed all judgment unto the son. 
Yokana tana abili mulumu. Kubanga chitange, wazu kiza abafu na abawobulamu. Bwati unomwana abawobulamu wunaba ayagalo kuwa. Kubanga chitange no kusala, tasalila muntu musango. Ni ya uomwana okusala omusango kuna. The father cleanos no man. Tata, taina muntu kwa kilini inga. See? But has committed all judgment. The word, the word judgment there There is another word used there It is called crisis Which is the same as this Anacrino It is simply examining Are you together? I hope I am not confusing you with Greek but I want us to tease out this issue. We should judge. What, the way we are judging, we are not doing crino. Because even God does not do that. Right? Yeah. It is the devil that does that. Looking at people to look for mistakes. That's not the spirit of God. But the judgment. That means anacrino. Or, or crisis. Whatever. To examine whether it is right or wrong. That is given to the church. To See? And that's. Our job. That's <inaudible> our job. <inaudible> and we must do it. Remember, my brethren. Are you together? Remember, we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. When you look, when you see your son doing evil, you are not doing, you are not wrestling with your son. We are wrestling with the devil in your son. That's right. Sometimes people think that they are right. And they don't take their wrong seriously. You can have somebody doing something very evil. But they take it very light. That person is deceived by the devil. Frankly, let me tell you. If you see somebody who is deliberately doing something wrong, he decides, I'm going to be evil. And he's a human being. That person is out of his mind. For a human, because human beings, we are made in the image of God. And for you to be able to execute anything, you have to have a justification. You are satisfied that it is the right thing to do. And this is where the devil deceives people. Even people who kill each other, when they are questioned, when they are questioned, they have a justification. 
Nabantu abataba nabwe we That justifies that thing. We are dealing with the devils that deceive people. And convince them that they are doing the right thing. And let me tell you, especially in the church, you have to be very strict with evil. Because when you see a person who is called a brother or a sister holding the Bible, going to church, and is doing evil, that person has demons upon demons. Diamond ku diamond. They have a demon of pride that makes them have an angry face mm. so that you are afraid of them. They have a spirit of hypocrisy. Many evil spirits. So when you see one sign of somebody doing evil. You know that you are dealing with a legion of demons. So and you'll be harboring them here in the church. They'll be angry. Don't think it is very easy. Because you are dealing with demons, it will not be easy. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, let's go to one another thing. I hope you are convinced that we must judge. And it is very necessary to judge. There are many things I would have said there. Let's go on. Now, in our feasts of love, like this one now, God does not, God does not tolerate any uncleanness. Evil is so bad in the eyes of God. It is so filthy. We human beings here, sometimes we backslide in, our, in the way we look at sins. Our level of holiness go down until we start getting used to sin. And when somebody does something wrong, ah, we don't look at it as if it is serious. We don't look at it with the seriousness with which God sees it. Oh, I wish I had time to dig on this one. Do you know, brother or sister, brother, sister some of you, you, you do things that are wrong, you have a dirty habit, and then you come and tell us, as preachers, Oh, but I've tried to repent of this thing. But it never goes away. I don't know what I'll do. Let me tell you your problem. You have never seen that thing as being evil in the degree in which God sees it. 
And that is why when you offer it on the altar, the fire of God cannot take cannot leak it up. Because when you present it at the altar, you present it as a small habit that, that is not desirable. It's a habit that makes you ashamed. You don't look at it with the same, in the same seriousness as God. And that's why you come and offer your sacrifice and you go home with it. Because next time, when you get an opportunity to do that, you let yourself do it. Because you don't take it seriously. That's right. God looks at evil so seriously. Now, I know we have just come from lunch. You will excuse me for to put it in the way the Bible puts it. Evil in the church, God looks at us as if it is human dung. It is as if somebody has come. Instead of going to the toilet, he comes and helps himself here. That's how God looks at the church. Let me prove to you. Deuteronomy 23. Verse 12. To 14. Thou shalt have a place also without the camp, whither thou shalt go forth abroad. And thou shalt have a paddle upon thy weapon, and it shall be when thou eatest thyself abroad, thou shalt dig thereof, and shalt turn back, and cover that which cometh from thee. For the Lord thy God walketh in the midst of thy camp to deliver thee, to give up thine enemies before thee, therefore thy camp shall be holy, that he see no unclean thing in thee, and turn away from thee. Sorry. No chisimianga, no chuka, no vika kwebu, echina kuvang, no vika kwecho, echina kuvanga mu, kuvanga mkama katonda wo, atambria wakati mulusisila ro, o kukuonya, no kukugabula abarabe wo, mumasogo, o lusisila ro, chilnavanga luera, o lutukufu, alemenga, o kulaba, mugwe, echintucho na echitalichirongo fu, that was a type. So that you can see the antitype. Malachi chapter 2. We read the scripture. God talking to the priests. 
Telling them because you have neglected my law. See, verse 3. Let's Malachi 2, 3. Malachi Behold, I will corrupt your seed. And spread, and spread dung upon your faces. Even the dung of your forest for solemn feasts. And one shall take you away with it. So when you hear that there is sin in the church. This is dung. In the eyes of God. It is that horrible. I can give you more scriptures. To prove this to you. But sin is horrible. In the eyes of God. And when our churches are filled with these candles. When you see your friend. Doing something that the Holy Spirit cannot Accommodate. That person is coming to defecate here in the church. See? I told you the no. thing we we preach to make sin seem so horrible. And, and I'm not making it up. See? It's a shame. It's embarrassing. See? Blessed be the name of the Lord. And you should protect the church from such things. Parent, that child that you are protecting, they are coming to defecate in the church here. That friend of yours, that's what he's doing. Such that the church, the camp is defiled. And God cannot come here. Now listen. Let's go on. I'm looking at the clock here. The church must function. Listen. The church must function as a body. As a body. See? I know that we are saved and we walk before God as individuals. True. That right? We Gentiles. We are saved as individuals. But for the church to function. It, God looks at it as a body. And if there is any filth in any corner, God counts the whole church as if it is filthy. So now, when I'm talking about Properly functioning. Keep in mind what we were saying yesterday. That God wants to see the moving of the spirit. All problems solved. All questions answered. 
God does not want to people praying. And then there is no answer. See? That's right. <coughs> now, let's read in Joshua chapter 1, chapter 7, so that you can see it, this illustrated. Joshua is Musamvu. And listen to the language of God. Now, the, he says, verse 1, But the children of Israel committed a trespass in their cast thing. For Achan, the son of Carmi, the son of Zabdi, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, took of their cursed thing, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against the children of Israel. This is when they went to fight against Jericho. Joshua had, had commanded them. that when you go to the to 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 to, to that city. Don't covet anything. But burn everything. Kill everybody. But when they went to fight, one brother, he saw a nice, a big wedge of gold. And a beautiful suit. From Babylon. See, very expensive. And he coveted them. And he took them, hid them in his camp, and then he went and continued fighting. See? Now, and then, one man, just one man, they were, they were thousands of thousands of Faithful brothers. You think, you think uh, that guy, Muloza, Omami, Akan, you Akan. Think Akan, nobody saw anything better than Akan. Muloza, the other brothers must have seen much more gold. More beautiful clothes. But with the faithfulness of their hearts, they burnt everything. See? But these fellows, it's just like a you tell these young men, you see a girl and you fall. You mean all these brothers, they have never seen, they have never seen a, more, a more beautiful girl than that. It's just you with your field. You want to bring us down here. I told you to excuse me. Uh, I'm speaking the Bible language. See? 
I'm not the one who put it there. See, that's Akan did that. Then, when they went, when they went to fight again, 36, the promise of God was that they are going to, they will be going to, to battle being 10,000 Arrows will be flying everywhere. Stones will be flying everywhere. Swords. But they will come back 10,000. Not even one person hurt. That's what happened. But now, when they went to fight another small city, 36 brothers were killed. And Akan was not even among them. So when Joshua saw that, he stopped the battle. He went back to the camp. And the Bible says that he spread his face before God. From morning till evening. See? And as he prayed and prayed in agony, God came down in the evening. Verse 11, look at the, the what God told him. Because God asked him, why are you on your face? Down? Then verse 11 says, Israel has sinned. He didn't say Akan has sinned. Israel has sinned. And they have also transgressed my covenant. Which I commanded them. For they have taken their cursed thing and have also stolen and disembarked also. And they have put it even among their own stuff. Therefore the children of Israel could not stand before their enemies. But turned their backs before their enemies. Because they are accursed. Neither will I be with you anymore. Except you destroy that accursed thing from among you. Listen. Forgive me. Let me say this language. In this church here, and even in you, in your, in your churches where you come from, if you choose, if you select the most carnal person, if he's a thief, an adulterer, and he's among you, that is the level at which God sees your church. God is not going to look at the most spiritual person. The one who works hardest. The one who is most faithful. But the standard of that church is the most hypocritical, filthy person. It's just like if you have a chain 
All the links are strong. But there is one that is rusted. That is the strength of that chain. Exactly. Because God looked at Israel at the level of Akan. He says, they have done. Israel has seen. They have stolen. And because of that, I will not be with you anymore. Because you are a curse. You say God is unfair. Well, that's the God we are dealing with. We don't have any other God. And he will never change. To suit our, our backslidden condition. That's right. And I'm telling you brethren. Even when you have. Even when people are. are, are they were baptized yesterday. Don't excuse them. Alright? Don't excuse them. However small they are. I'm sorry, young man. I don't want to embarrass you. But I think, see this young man here. If he is baptized, sing and then at home, he is a brother. Aba brother. But at home, when they are talking with other children, he talks the language. Oh, insulting. He is a brother. Aba brother. The mother should correct him. The mother should correct him. He should not excuse. Because he's a child. Because he's a brother. Kubanga brother. I see sometimes sisters. Eh? They have children that are believers. And they are, they are not even small children like this. They are, they are, they are, they are older. Bakurumu. For 15, 16, but when you look at the way they treat them at home, they even tell them, You are lying. What are you talking about? Sister. Sister. And on Sunday, she is here singing. And you know she is a liar. There's something wrong with that family. Something wrong with that sister. If you are telling the truth that she is lying, See? she is coming to bring her filth here in the church. And you are letting her. See? No, you should not do that. You should bring her to order. You should be satisfied that she is a sister. Because she wasted people's time here being baptized. And and she wasted a whole service. 
So she should be accountable for that. It's just like a wedding. If we conduct a wedding here, can you allow that man, can you allow him to go and commit adultery? And you say, ah, he has just been married. Maybe he will get used to married life. Or that woman. No, you cannot allow them. Similarly, when we baptize people, we have married them to Christ. See? And we should not allow any substandard life. So in other words, what I'm saying is any, any baptized member, member we should demand the highest level of discipline and holiness. They should not do that. They should not do anything in our in our you know in our in, 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 in our sight. Now there's a long quotation that I have here. But I'll not read it because, because of time. Now it's because you know our commitment to Christ. It is just like it has been with uh, in the natural. I have noticed that people are even are even uh, you know loosening the tie between a man and a woman in marriage. These days, these days it's very common in the churches. Somebody was engaged, a man was engaged to a woman. Then the woman marries somebody else. And that tie does not bind them. And we allow it. We allow it. Now. So I wanted to read you these quotations. Yeah? But I don't have to. You know it. Because I could have emphasized on it. People must be serious. Because let me tell you. you we in the church. The thing is. If we. Pastors. If we in our wisdom. Decide this one was not. Tying. If according to God's standard, that vow was tying them, and we do something contrary to God's word, we are, we are not guiltless. God cannot bring down his laws to our level. No. They may be tied in heaven. And we simply become, we become just partakers of their evil. See? You boys. 
You should not promise a girl you are going to marry her unless you mean it. And you girl also. So that you give us a hard time. Scratching our heads and and praying. Why should we suffer because of your your carelessness. Why can't you conduct yourself as a child of God and you follow what we tell you? Exactly. Commitment to Christ. Now, the confession, when we confess Christ, we become what? We commit ourselves to Christ. I was going to read some quotations there, but I'm hurrying because of time. Eh? But I want, us to, I want us to look at when we commit ourselves to Christ at baptism, we may not say it, but this is what we mean. Brother Branham said in the, this message of the marriage of the Lamb. Brother is, I didn't give my brethren the, the quotations. So we may take a bit of time to get them. But it's in 620121E. 620121E in paragraph 85. It says, eh? Now, this, this, this is the message called the marriage of the Lamb. The prophet says, and then the next thing is promises made. There has to be promises made to one another. He's talking about the marriage now. Natural marriage. Sweetheart, sweetheart, if you marry me, I promise that I'll be loyal and true. The sweetheart, singo no mpasa, nsubizanti njakubeira muurize, ira wama zima. I will look upon no other woman. Sija kutunulina mukazi mlala yena. Or, I'll look upon no other man. Oba sija kutunulina musajja mlala yena. I'll do all that as a duty as a wife. Njakola biona, novunanzi wawa ngengomu chala. We have children. It will do all as a duty as a mother. I'll be a housekeeper. All these promises has got to be made. Or should be in a correct wedding. 86. And that's the same thing when you come to Christ. Lord, if you will receive me into your kingdom, I promise. There you are. I'll love you. I'll be true to you. I'll serve you day and night. It's too bad we forget that. I'll serve you day and night. I will fast. I will pray. I'll be loyal to you. I'll bring my tithings to the storehouse. I'll pray many times a day. I'll do anything. Or all pledge all my love to you. 
That's what you should do. That's exactly right. Where you promise that and it should come from your heart. You know the prophet says, eh? if a woman promises a man that she will do these things to him, she will be true, she will be everything. If she, listen, if she lies to the man, her vow is not true. Or the man. His vow is not true. He's just deceiving her. And they get married. On earth they seem as if they are married. But in heaven they are not married. They are just living together. And they have children together. They will walk together through life. But the prophet said, it's just like if you have a false tooth. Or a false leg. Your leg was cut off because of disease. And then a false leg was put there. And you are walking. You will walk through life with that leg. Or a false tooth. But it's not yours. On the resurrection morning, none of those materials will be on you. And when we resurrect, in the millennium, you will not have that wife. Because she is not your wife. See? You didn't mean it. And the prophet said there are people like that here. You see how we should be serious with the things of God. Now, I know that some preachers who say, well, brother, if you find that the wife that you have is not yours, can't go together. She doesn't seem like it's the one that God has for you. Put her away. Marry another. Then you come and I'll marry you. Sorry. Yeah, let me tell you. The prophet didn't say that. The prophet acknowledged that there are some people who are living hell on earth here because they are not not having the right partners. They are not having the right partners. But he said, the way out of that problem is not putting them away to get others. You wait until the resurrection. You suffer here because of your choices. Wait for the resurrection. Now, 
Let's go back to this issue of the church functioning as a, as a unit. It's like this. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that you make you don't here you don't make chapatis too much. Or mandazi, the way you make we make in Kenya. But, but I don't know. And you do well. You do well. Those things destroy health. <laughs> It's because we Kenyans, we are sicker than you Ugandans. Because you people, you eat natural food. With us, we eat unnatural food. And we have many health problems. See? Now, but if you have, you, 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 you know, if you make a dao, and you mix your flour and your whatever, when you put leaf in there, see baking powder or whatever, baking powder, you cannot have baking powder in one corner, but it is not in the other corner. Any leaven that is there will leaven the whole lamb. Any hypocrisy in the church, it will, it will what? It will do what? It will spread throughout the whole church. That is why when somebody commits evil, nobody else may know it. But you come to church. The song leader is trying to get people to see. There is no breakthrough. And maybe the fellow is there. But because he is in that anointing. He is in that divine presence. He is in your presence. So the, the Holy Spirit looks at all of you in that moment. Is the whole lamp is contaminated. See? Yeah. First Corinthians 5 verse 7 says, Purge out therefore the old living that ye may be a new lamp as ye are unleavened for even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with the old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. No kuita kokuwa fikwa kwatibwa ye Kristu. Kale tufumbe mbaga sina chizimburu kusa echeda. Ni wakubadene chizimburu kusa echetima. No ububi wabula ne chizimburu kuswa echovu talibu kusa na mazima. So we should realize that whatever we see wrong being done and in our hearts we see it and we judge that it is wrong. It is living. 
Chiba chizimbulu kusa, it will affect us. Chiba chijatukosa, it will affect our worship. Chiba chijokukoso kusinza kwa fe. I hope everyone is hearing me. Because there is nobody here who lives in isolation. You come from families. And what I know is this. You will never have any brother or sister doing something wrong. Which which nobody in the church knows about. No. Sister will go out. Sister Jafrume. She will decide. Asareo. Oh, people at work. They are laughing at me because of my long dresses. So she will wear a short dress. She will wear a top that where she is showing off her breasts. And going to church. Going to work. She will meet her sister. Oh, sister, God bless you. Yeah. God will make sure he exposes you. So people will know. Sometimes you have something very ugly. When it's exposed, then people say, ah, we knew. Who doesn't know that? One? So what were you doing about it? Shame on you. See? Because you don't protect the church. See? We have lost a lot of opportunities because of that. See? 580927 580927 Why we are not a denomination? Paragraph 202 <laughs> The prophet was talking about a situation. Are you with me? I know you are tired but you, I don't think you are as tired as I am. Because you are just seated. When you want to sleep, you sleep a little bit. But me, I cannot sleep. <laughs> so let's be together a little bit. The prophet was talking about a situation where you see two brothers. Are you with me? Yourself, you are not involved in that quarrel. You are innocent. But you see two brothers and they are not talking to each other. Because maybe one of them borrowed the money from the other and this one is just dodging. So this one is complaining. You are not involved. But you know that there is that thing between them. What should you do about it? Paragraph 202. Well, something is wrong with Leo and I. Let's go make it up. 
Because and if you see there is something, it's your duty to come to us and say, both you boys come here and get together. We are going to straighten this thing up. And well, now then, if he comes up to there, and there come to find out, then we here we are, and say, well, first thing, we can't agree, then you come to the church like that. And then, as long as you don't do nothing about it, the blood of Jesus Christ protects us both. See? You see that brother? You see that sister who has filth in the church. He has dropped filth in the church. And you are saying, ah, he is a very evil man. Very evil man. Ah, I don't know what's wrong with people. As long as you do nothing about it, the blood of Jesus Christ protects that fellow. Right? Because you are doing nothing about it. Whatever is inside here is protected by the blood. Be it adultery, be it murder, the blood is protecting it. And God cannot touch that fellow. So if he refuses to to hear your judgment, take him from the protection of the blood. If you don't do it, listen to what is going to happen. The blood of Jesus Christ protects us both. And then, that old cancer will start another cancer. And that cancer will start another cancer. And the whole thing will be sick all over the whole church. Listen. According to the prophet here, if you see an adultery and you, you don't do anything about it, that adultery will start another adultery. It will start another. It will start another. And the whole thing will be sick. The I'm not making that up. The there was one time I saw in the church, in my church, eh? little children, Sunday school children, they would be found doing evil things. I get the report. And that it was grieving me. Instead of being innocent little children, but since a spirit had got into them, and I told the church, there must be an adult here who is involved in this. 
We didn't, we didn't finish a month. We caught a fellow who was involved in that evil thing. It was spreading to the children. See? It is true. I want to show you how serious it is. To leave sin unaddressed. In this instance here, the prophet, the prophet was saying that you, you, you are you are innocent. It is me and my friend. We are the ones quarreling. With you, you are innocent. But if you leave that evil alone, these are preachers. They should know what they are doing. And you leave it, that cancer between us, it will spread. It spread. See? So when you address it, when you address it, what are you doing? You are protecting the church. See? Oh, brother. I wish I can, I wish after this meeting, I'm going to get converts. Converts. People who will be courageous enough to, to judge their brethren. Not cowards who don't care for the church of the living God. See? If you know people who are wrong, people who are quarreling, you must bring them together and force them to make peace. Do you hear that, you sisters? See? If you have two sisters that you know, and they are not treating each other, and you know it, and you just say, ah, these people are so childish. See, they are not spiritual. You are the one who is not spiritual. Because that foolishness they are doing there is affecting Gideon here. Although he knows nothing about it. See, you must wear a spiritual mind. And he says, now, then you get to a place when you come to church, they just as cold. You will have to have the janitor come and break the icicles out. Because, because before the congregation can get in. Now, you know that's right. And cold. Somebody sat around, you know, and don't say nothing. And you say, well, we used to be so spiritual. Well, what happened? You did run well. What was the matter? See, your sin separates you 
And God will hold you responsible brethren. When people do evil things before your eyes, it is a good sign that God has appointed you a judge over them. Why was it done before your eyes? See? God sent you that route so that you can meet this compromiser sister wearing a dress that is not right. God has given you the job of correcting her. I don't mean that you go to, to hold her by the, by the hair. And tell her what's wrong with you. Don't tell her what's wrong with you, sister. No, you do something like this. Recently, when I was at work, I saw a woman. She was... She was walking with her child. Then the child was tripped by a stone. And he fell. And he was dusty all over. Now this woman brushed the child and then slapped. I was so grieved. So later on, I called that woman. I saw, I saw her passing again. And I called her. And I Madam, I want to tell you something and please don't be angry with me. I saw you. Can I tell you? He said, yes, yes. Just tell I, told, I saw you beating your child. And I was so grieved by that. She says, no, the child, no, 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 I saw you. This child was tripled by a stone. He was innocent. You are just angry because you have to wash the clothes. But the child was innocent. I put her on the case until she surrendered. I said, oh. said, God forgive me. God forgive me. Be polite in your correction. You tell the sister. Gamba sister. Oh, sister, let me. Can I tell you something? And don't, don't be angry with me. You know we are sisters. Now, when you wear a dress like this, this world is full of demons. And you are going around showing people your breasts. They are going to commit adultery with you. In their minds. In their hearts. You know what the prophet has taught us. Sister, that is not right. She will be crazy if she will do that again. And you have saved her from trouble. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And if you don't do it, God will hold you responsible for it. And if she does that, if that is a habit, bring her to the, to the deacons. Alright? Why should you want friends in the church? Who are, who are crooks? Now, let me tell you. 
As long as one person in the church is sinning secretly, the church cannot function. Is that right? Now, let me tell you, let me ask you this. Are you listening to me, church? If there is one person sinning secretly, do you think that God is going to give, let's say there is a gifted person here, whom God talks to in, in dreams or, or revelations or whatever. If you are seeing people sinning openly in your home and, and, and you are not correcting, why should God bother giving a gifted brother, a, a dream about it. Do you get my question? If you are not serious, if you don't bother correcting what you can see, why should God use gifts here to expose what you don't know? See? God will not bother. Why should he expose what you don't know? When you are not correcting what you can see. See? And then you say you want gifts. Gifts you can see why people are not getting healed. You can see why prayers are not being answered. Why should God, why should God <coughs> reveal other things? When you can't be responsible with what you can see. One person sinning. Whether that's what Akan did. One person out of two million. And God left the camp. See? God promised that we shall have total victory. All our children are going to pass exams. All brethren are going to find jobs. There is nobody who will lack bread among us. That's the promise of God. But if you have Akans among us, God leaves the camp. And if we cannot learn, now let me tell you, Every, every person must protect the church. Every person. Let's read Deuteronomy 21. Well, I really must finish this now. Deuteronomy 21, 18, 18 to 21. If a man has a stubborn and rebellious son, which will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother, and that when they have chastened him, will not hearken unto them. Then shall his father and his mother lay hold on him, 
and bring him out unto the elders of the city and unto the gate of his place. And they shall say unto the elders of the city, of his city, This our son is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He is a glutton and a drunkard. Then, and all the men of his city shall stone him with stones that he die. So shalt thou put evil away from among you. And all Israel shall hear and fear. Omuntu wabanga ne mutabaniwe omukakanyavu omujemu atakiriza kugondera dobozi ya kitawe ni wakubadde dobozi ya nyina irani wakubadenga bamubonereza ngatakiriza kubawulira kale kitawe ne nyina banamukwatanga ni bamfulumye eri abakadabo mu kibuga cyabwe neri wankachi we chifo cyabwe ni bagamba abakadabo mu kibuga cyabwe nti omwana wa fono mukakanyavu mujemu takiriza kugondera dobozi ya fe wampisa ambi era mutamivu abasajja bonnabo mu kibuga cyawe ne bamukuba amayinja okumutta botyo bonu jangawo obubi okuva wakati wo kale Israeli yena anaawuliranga natia the son is given here as an example mutabanyona we wange chokulabirako what god meant is anybody dear to you Katona chaliategeza nti omuntu yenno mwagalu wajori right son daughter father father tata mama friend mukwano go brother sister muganda wo mwanyinawe chona you are living with them obera nabo you know which one is of them is bringing us their dung here omanyi aniku bo areta wano empitambi yabwe and defiling the camp ngayono no rusisira now 60 i'm rushing 60 0515 e 60 0515 e uh, i think this is uh, paragraph 57 katundu atano musambu ah yeah 57 atano musambu the message of adoption he says obako bo kutongozwa now the prophet is talking about Israel Akan the case of he says agamba why did they die innocent man because one man stepped out of line and then he says you see the reason this needs to be taught the church lining up Lining up with the word of God. Lining up with God. Lining up with each other. Walking perfectly upright. Soberly. Before all men. Fearing God. Because one man stole a garment and done something he should not have done took the life of 16 men actually it was 36 i think it was 16 maybe more See? Joshua said there is something wrong God made the promise something is wrong when we bring the sick before us and they fail to be healed we need to call a solemn fast call an assembly something is wrong somewhere God made the promise God's got to stick to that promise and he will do it brethren 
This, we are so far late now. These things have to come from the books. And they become live among us. God made the promise. He's got to stick to the promise. We should not just be going around like fools. Like people who don't understand. We see God not fulfilling the promise. And it's like we are just comfortable with it. We need to understand what we are doing. God made the promise. If we have a church, let's have a perfect church. Eh? Exactly. Chitufu. And this is what I'm saying, brethren. If you cannot be able to protect the church, the things you know is better for you to go out voluntarily. You say, ah, this one, I cannot. And I don't know where you'll go if you go. See? I don't know. We have prayed for many people and they fail to get Healed. You people with your families quarrels. See? Sort out those things out there. Let each church be like a each home be like a church. Everybody is straightened out before everybody's eyes. Brother, you have confidence in your wife as a sister. Brother, you have confidence in your children as brothers. Your daughters as sisters. You have confidence in them. Not calling them liars. I don't see why a parent can be a sister who is a mother and, and she's just making sister. noise. She's just scolding. Scolding her children as mm. if they are not sisters. Or that I don't understand. See? Instead of pouring out negative things, negative. complaining, calling them names, see, pouring out things that that kill the Holy Spirit, because they are depressing you with the things they are doing. Why can't you be spiritual? Be spiritual. Read the Bible for them. Correct them as brethren. And if sure enough you can't, call you a deacon. See? Sister. Sister. Instead of quarreling with your husband, quarreling, talking nasty things, talking 
pouring out bitter things. Why can't you be scriptural? See? You know, ah, I'm going to say it. Although, although it's international, but I'll say it. At home, sometimes when my wife gets into that weakness, sometimes just complaining, complaining, and we don't seem to agree. Tell them, okay, let me get brother so and so. Let him come and sort out the issue between us. No, 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 no. Ah, there's nothing domestic. That sobers her up. Instead of just having a spirit of quarreling, complaining, okay, no problem. Let me get brother so and so. Either another pastor. Put your points and I put in mine let us, let, us, let, let us be judged. Then we go with what is right. Isn't that a good way of doing it? Why should we complain and complain? Let's be interested in finding out what is the truth. It is not a question of who will win the argument. But we want righteousness. We, we want a righteous judgment. That's the right thing. You do that. See, if you can't act, there is no need of quarreling. There is no need of sulking. There is no need of sister looking the other way, brother looking the other way. There is bitterness between them. Don't be bitter with your wife. She is a sister. Sister. See? Yeah. Otherwise, you are going to bring that filth here. Exactly. Let me just read one scripture. And then, uh, Matthew 18. I know you know this scripture. Verse 15 to 18. Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. If he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. But if he will not hear thee, then take thee with thee one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses let every word be established. And if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, let him be unto thee as a heathen man and a publican. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Matayo kumina mnana kumnatano. Muganda wabakukolo uwi, genda omubuli legwena ye mweka. Wabakuli da ngofunye muganda wu. Na ye watawulida tuwalo umulala nawe obaba bidi. Era mukamwaka abajulirwa ababiri obaba satu buli kigambo kikakate 
Irabu agana okuli labo Buli de kanisa Irabu agana okuli ane kanisa Abele jori ngamu na guanga Irango muoza Mazimambaga mantibyo nawe Muli siwa kunsi Bili siwa muguru Irabu nawe musumuru la kunsi Bili siwa muguru Now 590712 paragraph 53 590712 that's the scripture that's the message we had in the morning total deliverance he said he will do it if we will completely surrender ourselves to him if we will completely deliver ourselves into his hands then God can live in us Christ the hope of glory he can reflect himself from us as we get ourselves out of the way then our thoughts are his thoughts could you imagine Christ smoking a cigar? Could you imagine Christ drinking or playing cards? See, these are the things that we should not let people do in our eyes. Because Christ cannot do such things. Could you imagine Christ drinking or playing cards? Then if your spirit is part of his spirit, he wants it to be upon your confession. But you permit the devil to come in and take over. And all the time, in your heart way down deep, you know you are wrong when you do those things. And when one member would talk against the other member, you, you know that's wrong. You are commanded to pray for one another, not to talk against one another, but to love one another. And if someone is down, let's speak him up. Let's help him. Now, that makes us a unified group of believers. Now, when we don't obey that, we don't obey God and we displease God. Therefore, our church, our people cannot prosper. The church cannot go on. It's because we are disunified together. As Jesus said, a little leaven leavens the lamb. See? 60 60518 Listen to what kind of church we shall have. Paragraph 133. God by his election grace called you. God by his election grace and his power. Baptized you and put you into this land of rest. They which have entered into this rest has ceased from their going astray. They ceased from their works like God did from his. They have joy unspeakable and full of glory. The tree of life is blooming in them. They have long suffering, gentleness, goodness, patience, made faith. 
weakness, gentleness and so forth. The tree of life is blooming in them because their hope is uncut in Christ Jesus. The witness of the Holy Ghost the, Holy, the witness of the Holy Ghost bearing record with signs and wonders following the believers. These signs shall follow them that believe. As they go along, they heal the sick. They cast out devils. They speak with tongues. They see visions. They walk with God. They talk with God. No devil can move them. They are steadfast. Forgetting those things with their, in the past, they press towards the mark of the high calling. There they are. There they are. That is that church. That's the kind of church we will be. See? Now, five minutes, let me define what, the, what we see in our midst. Many times, people know the evil going around. Believers who are doing things that Christ cannot do. Even they themselves cannot do those things. But they keep quiet about it. See? Church protection. It's not, it's not the, the, the job of the pastor. It's you. You are the judge. The role of the pastor is to preach the word. When he preaches the word, then you in your places you judge whether each person is going according to the word taught on the pulpit. His work is not to solve cases. Unless the case is very hard. You have been trying to correct and it cannot happen. Then he comes in. And before he comes in, the deacons will have come in. And as I said, many times when, some, when, the, when the pastor has discovered, now he is acting, excommunicating, and all that. Then that's when you see hypocrites coming. Ah, we knew. Then where were you? All this time? See? If you did it, if you did your job well, God would have given you your reward. See? But now, you get no favor from God. Just the See? And some people who are untaught in the things of God, they look, at they look at things politically. I've heard many sisters say, me, I don't like cases. I just want to pray for, with my God. See? There's a time of praying and there's a time of fighting. Don't go to pray when it is the time of fighting. 
you don't get blessed by you know even in those prayers God is not answering them. Era tegera ntinemu kusaba okatunataja kudamu. Some people say I don't want enmity. Abamba gamba asagala balabe. So they don't want to fight. Sagala bulabe chibavate bagala kulwana. Why should you be friends with a crook? Lwacho bera mukwano gwomuyaye. Why should you have their favor? Lwacho yagala okuganja okuvajebali. Crooks love crooks loves crooks love people who are just you know they you know crooks abayaye they love police who love bribes bagalanya ba police abagale nyokuliyenguzi those are the crooks best friends ejujemikwanojabayayejisinga if sinners love you because you don't say anything about it abononyo babanga bakwagala kubanga bo balabanga bakole bintu yabyo osirika you are just a false prophet like Balaam. Obana biwabulimba nga Balaam. And you have no you don't have God's favor. Era toba akona kuganja kwa katonda mbula mubu. And then you have sometimes. Kale bisere bimu in homes, mumaka, you love you see husbands. Olaba abami, they terrorize the wife. Ngabatulugunya bachala babwe. The wife knows the crooked deals that the husbands but dare she say anything about it? She is threatened with divorce. See? If I were you, sister, I would rather be divorced. Yeah. God will make a way for you. There's no need of following a crook here. That you come, you know he's a crook. Maybe he's an adulterer. And then you are submissive. You are just brought here. You think because you have no income. You love your stomach more than you love the church. Let me tell you, don't worry. He will not divorce you. He's, he's just threatening you. You tell me, oh, he beats me. And he is a respected member of this church. And he beats you. You hypocrite. That fellow should be removed from the church. Because those quarrels of yours. See? If I, let me tell you. Let me make this bold statement. Maybe it's not good to say it. But I'll say it. If I were you. I would, I would stop coming to church. Then the deacons follow me. And I tell them the truth. True. Why should you contaminate the church? See? You must protect the church. And some of you, you love your children more than you love Christ. See? 
you are failing your duty before God you are going to answer to God for every failure of this church. Because you see people killing the church. But you say nothing about it. The church is the bride of Christ. It is you, it is like you seeing. You hearing that people are planning to kill me. And you know they are serious. But you don't say anything about it. Can you call yourself my friend? So you are not a friend of the church. So let's stop that child. Let's 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 not let us stop that ungodliness. Let us do what the word says. Let us stand up for Jesus. Let us protect the church. And God will bless you. Amen. Amen. Shall we sing this song as Gideon comes? Stand up, stand up for Jesus. Stand up, stand up for Jesus. Ye soldiers of the cross, stand up for Jesus. Stand up, stand up for Jesus. So just so that rose lift up this royal banner, it must not suffer. Oh, Jesus, the Lord.